Suratul Fatiha. This is a rough translation on the board. Before we even get into Fatiha, just like Salah is a gift for the Ummah, Surah Fatiha is a gift for the Ummah. And we have to recognize that. The Prophet said in a Sahih Hadith in Sahih Muslim that Ibn Abbas reported that when Jibreel was sitting with the Messenger of Allah, he heard the sound from above him. He was told that this, uh, a door has opened in the heavens that has never once been opened before. Then he says, فَنَزَلَ مِنْهُ مَلَكٌ And an angel descended, فَقَالْ هَذَا مَلَكٌ نَزَلَ إِلَى الْأَرْضِ لَمْ يَنْزِلْ قَطْ إِلَّا الْيَوْمِ He says, an angel has descended from this door who has never once descended before. Then he says, the angel tells the Prophet ﷺ, أَبْشِرْ بِنُورَيْنْ أُوْتِيْتَهُمَا لَمْ يُؤْتَهُمَا نَبِيٌّ قَبْلَكَ فَاتِحَةُ الْكِتَابِ وَخَوَاتِيمُ سُورَةُ الْبَقَرَةِ لَنْ تَقْرَأَ بِحَرْفٍ مِنْهَا إِلَّا أُعْطِيْتَهُ The angel tells the Prophet, congratulations with two lights that have been given to you that has never been given to a Prophet before you. Surah Al-Fatiha and the last three verses of Surah Al-Baqarah. So subhanAllah, an angel descended who has never once descended before from a door that was never once opened before, given, giving a gift to the Prophet which no Prophet was ever given before, Surah Al-Fatiha. So now when we say Fatiha, we're like, wow, not just Salah is a gift, but Fatiha is a gift. So we start Surah Fatiha, and we say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praises to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. Now what's amazing about this ayah is right away, Rabb, the word Rabb means master. And what's the opposite of master? Slave. It establishes our relationship with Allah right in the beginning of salah. We are the slave of Allah, not the servant of Allah, we are the slave of Allah. And the master, a Rabb, is the one who creates, the one who maintains, the one who sustains the one who protects the one who provides and the one who guides so yeah Allah if Allah is the one who does all these things we ask him oh Allah provide for us sustain us give us guidance give us um, provision and so this right away establishes the relationship between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alhamdulillah rabbil alameen ar-rahman ar-rahim the abundantly merciful the constantly merciful you know what's amazing about this brothers and sisters as you know, there was a woman, a slave girl. She was purchased by a man. So the man goes to her and tells her, I have purchased you. فضحكت, she laughed. So the man was, was like, why are you laughing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of weird. So he says, Like, are you crazy? You got a little, you know, like, why are you laughing? And she says, she says, I'm not, I'm not crazy. But she tells him, do you, you recite anything from the Qur'an? Do you recite anything from the Qur'an? So he says, yeah. So she tells him, the slave girl tells him, Iqra' alayhi, recite to me. So the man says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And then the slave girl lets out the sigh like, Why does someone sigh like that? When do people sigh like that? You know when, when a newlywed gets, you know, gets engaged or gets married, you see the brother, he just gets engaged, you see him in the masjid, and you just see him looking off into space, and he's, what is he doing? <sighs> Why? Because he's in love. 
Right? When he's in love, people just look off at the space and they let out the sigh. You know what's amazing about Arabic? Arabic, I'm telling you, man, it's a beautiful language. Arabic is this. The word hub, the word hub, two letters, ha, ba, means love. But what's interesting is the sound of the letters. Ha is like the sigh of love. And the letter ba, when you say makharaj, you know, science of tajweed, when, where the letters come from, the definition of the letter ba, how to pronounce it is your mouth is open, it closes and it opens again. Which is the same movements your lips do when you give a kiss. When your mother, mother kisses your child, the lips were open, they close and they open again. Hub. Eric, I'm telling you, it's just like, man, the sounds even make up the, the meaning of the words. So this the lady, she lets out the sigh. You know what she says? She says, Ya Allah. When he, on hearing Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, she says, Ya Allah, هذه لذة الخبر فكيف لذة النظر. She says, wow, this is the, the beautiful news. This is the, the information, this is the news about the mercy of Allah. How will it be when we actually experience the mercy of Allah? What is she talking about? The 1% in this world, the 99% in the akhirah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has reserved 99% of the, all the mercy He has created, only 1%. What we see between humans and humans, or animals and humans, what the mercy a mother has for her child, and we know the extent of how merciful that is, that's only 1% of the mercy of Allah. So she's like, how will it be ar-Rahman ar-Rahim? How will it be when I experience the other 99% of the mercy of Allah on the Day of Judgment? Ya Allah. So we hear in every day in Salah, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. And we, as if our hearts are longing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know the poet, he says, وَإِنِّي لَتَعْرُونِي لِذِكْرَاكِ هِزَّةٌ كَمَنْ تَفَضَ الْعُصْفُورُ بَلَّلَهُ الْقَطْرُ Anybody who understands Arabic, write that down. You can say it to your wife tonight, inshallah. He says, I am overcome when I rem- he's talking about the one he loves. He's saying, I am overcome when by your remembering you, like I, I'm overcome with the shaking when I remember you. He says, when I remember you, when I think of the one he loves, his wife, he's saying, I just shake out of my love for you. He says, just like a bird, you know when the bird is in the water and it's shaking? You know when the bird's taking a shower and it's all asleep, his feathers are shaking like that? You guys know what I'm talking about? I'm just seeing blank stares. You guys awake? You know what I'm talking about? When the bird is shaking, he says, I shake when I remember you, just like the bird shakes when he gets wet in the water. Out of his love for his beloved. So how then, brothers and sisters, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ And those who believe, they are more intense of their love for Allah. So when we hear the name of Allah, how should our hearts shudder longing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهُ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ The believers are those who when the mention of Allah is made, their hearts they feel something, they shake out of the love and longing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, we're like, Ya Allah, we can't wait to experience the 99% in Akhirah. Maliki yawmiddin, Master of the Day of Judgment. Now maybe somebody's thinking, if Allah is that merciful, if 99% of the mercy is the Akhirah, man, I'm good, man. I don't gotta pray, I don't gotta wear hijab, I don't gotta fast, I don't gotta... Allah's gonna take care of me, man, He's so merciful. I said, La ilaha illallah, I'm good. 
Allah says, Maliki yawm al-deen. Master of the day of judgment. And deen comes from the root which means a, a, like a, a debt. So really it's master of the day, the debts are due. Every one of us has debts we have to pay. Debts to Allah and debts to the creation we have wronged. And on that day, all the debts will be paid. So the one who thinks, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, man, I can do whatever I want. La, la, abadan. Maliki yawm al-deen. We will all have to pay our debts. It is only you we worship, and it is only you we seek help from. Now what's amazing about this ayah is it solves Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. He says it solves the two greatest diseases of the heart. Riyah, showing off, and arrogance, kibir. When we say, Iyaka na'bud, O Allah, it is only you we worship, that means we're never going to show off and do anything except for seeking your, your pleasure, O Allah. Only you it is who we worship, it is only you we seek your pleasure. It is only you we seek help from. And you know that what's interesting is in Arabic you have the word nasr and the word awl, both which means help. But we don't say We don't say it is only you we seek help from with the word nasr. Because you know what nasr is for? Nasr is for like big things. Like battles, oh Allah, ansurna al Help us against the disbelievers. But aun, the word aun, iyaka nasta'in, comes from the word aun, which means help in every single small thing that we do. I need the help of Allah to pick this pre- presenter up. That's why we say in the dua, Allahum birahmatika nasta'in, aslah nana shatana kulla, wala takinna ila anfusina tarfata'in, wala aqalla min dalik. Allah, we, we beseech your, we seek your mercy, don't leave us to ourselves even for the moment of the blink of an eye or less than that. We need the help of Allah in everything. And you know what's interesting is Allah, Prophet says, get to know Allah in times of ease and He'll remember you in times of difficulty. But a lot of us don't do that. You know when we start the car in the morning, we're going to work? Start the car? Alhamdulillah, we go, start, car starts, we, we drive away. But as soon as the car doesn't start, we try and start it and it doesn't start. What do we say? What's the first words out of our mouth? Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. Then we remember Allah. But that we seek the help of Allah in everything we do. So before we do anything, Bismillah. Ya Allah, I need your help. I need your help to walk from here to here. Oh Allah, I need your help in every small thing, to eat food, to anything we do. We need the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Without His help, we would be destroyed. It is only you where we worship. It is only you we seek help from. Guide us to the straight path. Now what's amazing about this is that, brothers and sisters, the key to our success is guidance. Guidance is the key to... Without guidance, we're doomed. Without guidance, we won't be able to be Muslim in this world. Without guidance, just like we say, guide us to the straight path here. In the Akhirah, we will need the help of Allah to cross the path that's over the hellfire. As sirat That's as thin as a hair, as sharp as a sword. You know, subhanAllah, I was in Tennessee this past week. And we were going up the mountains, the Smoky Mountains. It was nighttime. It's a one-lane road. It's the gravel road, one lane. And you know, the, the cliff is right there. And it's, it's pitch black, just the lights you have on. You know, when the sirat is over hellfire, it's dark, except for those who Allah has given nur, light. And so I just turned off my lights for a second. I'm driving on this, this, this cliff, this one lane road on a mountain, that right next to, and it's wide, it's, I mean, it's, it's as wide as one car. So maybe like, what, 10 feet long, 8 feet long? And when I turned off the lights, I was freaking out. I turned it back on right away. I mean, how much was to climb up this mountain without any lights in the dark, and the cliff is right there? 
This is a, a road that's this, this, this wide, longer than my hand reached. That's wide. How, brothers and sisters, will we expect to cross Sirat that's above hellfire? You don't fall off a cliff, you fall into hellfire. That's not wide, that's 10 feet wide, it's as thin as a hair. Every one of you is going to cross this, this path. Everyone is going to cross Sirat. So what do we need from Allah? We need guidance and we need light. يَوْمَ تَرَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ يَسْعَى نُورُهُمْ بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَبِأَيْمَانِهِمْ بُشْرَاكُمُ الْيَوْمُ On the day of judgment you will see the believers, they will have light to the right and light in front of them. بُشْرَاكُمُ الْيَوْمُ For the believers, for them they will be told congratulations about this day. But the disbelievers, the hypocrites, they won't have this light. They won't be able to cross it up. Imagine driving on this a 10, 12 foot wide, you know, pathway up a mountain without light. Think about crossing Sirat without light. So when we say, إِهْدِنَا Sirat al-Mustaqim, we're asking Allah for guidance to stay on the path in this world. And again, that equals guidance for the Akhirah as well. And that's why Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, he says, this dua is the most beneficial dua that one can make. This one dua. Is the most beneficial du'a. He said, وَلِهَذَا كَانَ أَنْفَعُ الدُّعَاءُ وَأَعْظَمَهُ وَأَحْكَمَهُ دُعَاءُ الْفَاتِحَةِ And for this reason, the most beneficial and greatest and most wise du'a one can make is the du'a of Fatiha, إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ And we say this 17 times a day. But do we think about it? We're like, oh, I'm already a Muslim. I don't need guidance. I'm already a Muslim. Are you kidding me? You don't need guidance? The most frequent du'a the Prophet would make is Allahumma ya muqallib al-qulub thabbit qalbi ala deenik Oh the one who firms the hearts firm my heart in your religion You know qalb You know maqluba You guys know the dish maqluba? This is don't know what I'm talking about Maqluba you're missing out Maqluba is a good dish man the, the, How it's made is the, the chicken's on the bottom and the rice is on top and yuqallibu they, they change the, the, they, they flip the dish so the chicken ends up on top and the rice in the bottom and that's the qalb That's why it's called maqluba because it flips back and forth so don't ever think, oh, I'm a Muslim, so I'm good, man. You know, like, I have hidayah, abadan. You could leave this masjid with, with, with losing your iman. No one's guaranteed jannah, no one's guaranteed iman. That's why we ask Allah, ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem. Then we say, sirat al-ladheena an'amta alayhim ghayri al-maghdubi alayhim we say, guide us to the straight path, the path of those whom you have bestowed your blessing on, not of those who have earned your anger, or not of the misguided. Now what's amazing about this is, what does that mean, the guidance of those whom you bestowed your blessing upon? Who are they? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَٰئِكَ رَفِيقًا The one who obeys Allah and His Messenger will be with those مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ the same dua we make. إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ Who will they be with? The, who are these people who Allah has given His blessing? The Prophets. 
the truthful. The Prophet's like, Muhammad you'll be with him. You're, this is the dua you're making to be with the Prophet in Jannah. Yeah. With the Siddiqeen, you want to be with Abu Bakr in Jannah? This is the dua you make. With Shuhada, you want to be with Hamza ibn Abdul Muttalib, the martyr the, in, in Jannah? Yeah. With Salihin and the righteous, Asiya, Maryam, Fatima. You want to be with these people in Jannah? This is the dua you're making. So now when you make this dua, it has another meaning. This is the most beneficial dua one can make. So subhanAllah, we say Surah Al-Fatiha, we have to think about these things. And there's, 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 subhanAllah, the, 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 the scholars say that all of the books, 300 plus books that have been revealed, have all eventually, the, it's a long statement, but they eventually have the meanings of which have been combi- combined in Surah Al-Fatiha. And all of Fatiha has been combined in Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'in. Full of meaning. And we're just going to stop there. But now we're going to go through Fatiha a second time. And this time, the Prophet said in Sahih Muslim, in a hadith Qudsi, قَسَمْتُ الصَّلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي نِصْفَيْنِ Allah says, I have split the salah, which he called Fatiha salah. This shows how important it is. Salah was called, Fatiha was called as salah. I have split Surah Al-Fatiha between me and my slave into two halves. So when the slave says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to you and talks to you. And he says, Hamadani Abdi, my slave has praised me. Ya Allah. Every time we recite an ayah from Surah Fatiha, Allah responds to our each ayah that we say. But you know what's amazing? Is Allah says, Hamadani Abdi, my slave has praised me. He's calling us by the title of Abdi. Now is that a good title or not a good title? It's a good title, right? Because subhanAllah, brothers and sisters, if we are slaves to Allah, then in the sl- slave, in, 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 in being enslaved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one finds the completeness of honor and nobility. And you know what we talked about Isra and Mi'raj this morning after the Prophet went through Am al-Huzn and Abu Talib died and Khadija died radiallahu anha and the Prophet was stoned in Ta'if and then he couldn't even get back into Mecca and he stayed in Hira because he didn't have protection. SubhanAllah, all he went through when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him on this journey when the Prophet was more sad than he has ever been in his whole entire life. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call him by? You would think he would call him by the best title to raise his spirits. But you know what he says? He says, He says, how perfect is the one who took his slave, why at this point you would think Allah wants to raise the status of the Prophet? He referred to him as a slave because brothers and sisters, the greatest thing we can be given, the greatest title we can be told is Abdi, the slave of Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, now when He calls you Hamadani Abdi, He calls you by the best title possible that you can be called by. And even the Prophet said, the best name you can name your son is Abdullah and Abdurrahman. The slave of Allah and the slave of Ar-Rahman. 
Subhanallah, Allah is calling us by... You know when a mother calls her child when maybe he's hurt or he's down or he's sick or he, she calls her by the best titles. Whatever she says, these words of... And he kind of console him. Allah kind of calls us by the greatest title that we can be called by. Hamadani, so when the believer hears this, he's, Ya Allah. And that's what Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah, he says about this, he says, فَيَا لَذَّةَ قَلْبِهِ وَقُرَّةَ عَيْنِهِ وَسُرُورَ نَفْسِهِ بِقَوْلِ رَبِّهِ لَهُ عَبْدِي How, what a sweetness to the hearts and a, a coolness to the eyes and a happiness to the soul that we hear the statement of Allah or that Allah says to us, عَبْدِي You can't get a better statement than that. You know what the poet says? He says, وَمِمَّا زَادَنِي شَرَفًا وَتِيهًا وَكِدْتُ بِأَخْمُسِ أَطَوُ الثُرَيَّةِ دُخُولِي تَحْتَ قَوْلِكَ يَا عِبَادِي وَأَنْ صَيَّرْتَ أَحْمَدَنِي نَبِيَّةِ He says, what has increased me in honor and nobility, and what has, you know how when somebody's happy, we say he's walking on cloud nine? You know what the poet is saying? He's saying, what's caused me to walk on the constellation of Thurayya, it's the constellation of stars, what we call in English, the Taurus. It looks like a bull, it's called Taurus. In Arabic, this constellation of stars is called Thurayya. He says, I am what has made me feel like I am walking on Thurayya. And he didn't say just walking, he says, I'm walking not with my feet. He says, I'm walking with the arches of my foot. You know, the arches of your foot don't even touch the ground. He's saying, I feel so honored to the point that like I'm above the stars. Even I'm not, it's like I'm walking, I'm like flying above the stars. What gives him this honor? For me to be amongst those who you call, oh Allah, you call, Ya Ibadi. This makes him like feel like he's on cloud nine. And that you made Ahmad, Muhammad, my prophets. You made me from the Ummah of Muhammad. You know, Musa himself, he said, Oh Allah, make me from the Ummah of Muhammad. Musa, the Kaleem of Allah, one of the five greatest prophets, wanted to be in your shoes today. Do we understand that what a blessing Allah has given us to be from the Ummah of Muhammad? What a blessing! So Allah SWT says, Hamadani, Abdi, with this wonderful title, my slave has praised me. Then we say, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. And Allah SWT says in response, Athna alayya Abdi. With this title again, my slave has layered praises upon me. Then we say, Maliki Yawmiddin. And Allah SWT says in response, Majjadani Abdi. My slave has magnified me. Now look at this. After we praise Allah and in the third person, now at, we're, after we praise Him, we can talk to Him directly and we say, It is only you we worship, it is only you we seek help from. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, هَذَا بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ he says, this is between me and my slave. And for my slave is whatever he asks. Baini wa baina abdi. Do you know what that means? You know when you have a, like a super, super close friend, you say, this is between me and you, man. Don't worry about it, I got you. This is between me and you. 
This is what Allah tells us every time we recite Surah Fatiha. Even if I'm such a sinful person, even if you're a sinful person, this is between me and my slave. And I will give him whatever he wants. Then we say the most important thing we just talked about, what is the most beneficial dua we can make? إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. We say guide us to the straight path, the path of those whom whom you bestow your favor upon, not of those who have earned your anger or those who have gone astray. And Allah says, هذا لعبدي ولعبدي ما سأل. This is more for my slave, and for my slave is whatever he asks. يا الله. If we understand this, and this hadith is in your notes, by the way, and I strongly recommend you memorize this hadith. I think it's in your notes. I don't know if I sent you the updated version. If it's not in the notes, then definitely write it down, or we'll email you the updated version. Because initially, the one I initially sent didn't have this, so I don't know if it's in there or not. But if it's there? Okay. So I think the Arabic is there too, right in the previous page. So it's there, so memorize this. So when you recite Surah Fatiha, when you say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, pause. And then think about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you in response. So now Surah Fatiha is never like, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Imaniki Yawmiddini Iyaka Na'abudu wa Iyaka Nasta'een Abadan, you can't recite like that. You know, even, even Umm Salama, the wife of Prophet Salama, he says, she says in Sayy Hadith, Kana yaqta'u qira'atahu ayatan ayah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Thumma yaqif Sayyid Hadith She says that the Prophet when he would recite Surah Fatiha He would say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Then he would pause So when you recite Surah Fatiha After every ayah you pause And think about what Allah is telling you You know when you have like a plate of Hadrabadi lamb biryani in front of you yeah, It doesn't get better than that Maybe, maybe other people in Asim or Makhluba or whatever or Kunafa. Everybody has different tastes But when you have the best dish in front of you do you just scarf it down or do you enjoy it? I enjoy my biryani. One bite and I'm like, hey, alhamdulillah. You, you eat it slowly, you enjoy it. When you pray, you recite, you enjoy Surah Fatiha. It's a gift from Allah, sent down by angels who's never sent before, to never, given to a prophet who was never given to a prophet before. We enjoy salah of Surah Fatiha and after every ayah we stop. It was a sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, he would stop. And in your head, you say what Allah says to you, and it brings meaning. Watch this video.
Another blessing. So we say, Allah says, I will give my slave what he asked for. But then we say what? Ameen. What does Ameen mean? What is the definition of Ameen? It means, Oh Allah, answer. Now the Prophet ﷺ, he said in an authentic hadith, narrated in Bukhari and Muslim and other books of hadith, and Abi Huraira and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, when the Imam says Ameen, then say Ameen. Because if your Ameen is in agreement with the Ameen of the angels in the heavens, then all of your sins will be forgiven. SubhanAllah. Not just guidance, but if your Ameen is at the same time as the angels say it, all your sins are forgiven. So how do we say Ameen at the same time as the angels? It's a question that needs to be asked. طيب, Ameen has Tajweed rules. This is, now this is because a lot of times we say Ameen wrong. What's the proper way of saying Ameen? Number one, the, the first part, Ah. See when the Imam says, the Jama'ah says they think the ah should be as long as the law. So they say, Ameen. That's wrong. That's not correct. So if you want to be with the angels, you want all your sins forgiven, you have to say it properly. How do we say it properly? Ameen. The ah part is only two harakah. What that means? Everybody do this with your hand. Open is one, closing is two. So Ameen is this long. Everybody together, we'll practice this. Ameen. That's, that's it. Ameen. Again. Ameen. That's how long the a part is. The, how long it takes to do this. So in Jum'ah especially, what happens is, you hear this. Ameen. So don't worry, even if other people don't know, you do it right. Get your sins forgiven and spread the word. Share the khayr. Let other people get their sins forgiven. Ah, two harakah, not four or six or whatever. Now the mean part. How long does that go? Tayyip. The imam, when he recites... For example, Surah Fatiha, the mad at the end of each ayah. When he says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Malik Yawmiddin. Each one is, how much? Two, four, or six? It's two. Now the imam, his responsibility is to be consistent throughout. You don't go two, then four, then six, you don't do that. Whatever he's praying, he sticks to whatever he's doing throughout the whole recitation. Now the imam is meant to be followed. So whatever he's doing, if he's doing two, the mean part should be two. If he's saying, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Malik Yawmiddin. That's how much? Four or six? Maybe I wasn't consistent, I apologize. I'm making the same mistake. Four or six, so then your mean should be what the Imam does. So next time the Imam is reciting and he's saying, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Your Ameen should be, everybody together, 
Amin. That's it. And now you're saying it with the angels, all your sins are forgiven. Another common mistake, by the way, before, before we end Surah Fatiha, is people put a shadda on the meme. They say, Amin. There's no, none of that. Amin. Simple. Amin. There's no shadda on the meme, okay?